Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks, and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. My mission in the world is to help women who are interested in spirituality really, truly understand who they are at the core of their being, guiding them through the process of healing themselves and really honing into what it means to be human. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're going to give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode here at Breakthrough in Bloom. I'm happy to have you. How have you been? How are things going? How's life treating you lately? What's happening within you? For me, life is good. You know, it's definitely pushing me to grow lately. There have been a lot of triggers for me lately with my work specifically, like my nine to five. And for those of you who don't know, I do work a full-time job in the insure tech industry. I work as a production support individual. I don't really know what my title even is, um, but like as tier two, which basically means I'm like a junior developer without doing hardcore coding in a way. I see issues, I find bugs, I write simple SQL to fix it. And honestly, It is super interesting. I'm not doing a great job at describing it, but it is super interesting. And I've actually come to realize, too, that it's low-key a difficult job. And I've just never realized that it was a difficult job because I was good at it. (laughs) I learned it very quickly. And I didn't realize this until I had to go through training five other people that I realized, oh, maybe it's not as simple as I thought. So in June, I'm just like diving into it today as well, by the way. So we're going to be talking about triggers, but I am just like diving in. So don't mind me. I'm just diving in. So in June, my company laid off actually 70% of their employees, which is low-key kind of crazy. And I was the only one left on my team of six people. And... All of the work came hurtling my way, obviously. Where is that work of six people going to go? Back to me. And I did have some help stay on for a while, which was nice for uh, about two-ish months. I had I had two people for one month and then one extra person for a month. But then since then, I've been flying solo dolo. And the intent is to hire offshore workers in India specifically. And this really abrupt change has been triggering me in so many different ways. And when the layoffs happened, I actually, I wasn't that happy (laughs) about keeping my job, which I know sounds like silly and ungrateful. But in the moment, like, I felt like I did lose my job. 
I lost the people I work with. I lost what my role responsibilities were. And I had gotten thrown into a new position with so many more responsibilities without even being warned. They literally like, no lie, they called us into a meeting on, I think it was like a Thursday morning and just fired everyone. It was wild. So I had no idea. We had like some rumors that there was going to be some layoffs, like around like 30 to 50%. But when they like fired 70 and my entire team was wiped out, I was shocked. So because I've been triggered as fuck lately due to work, I was like, you know what? What better topic to talk about on the podcast than triggers? (laughs) Because your girl's going through it right now. So let's just talk about shit that I'm going through because maybe you're going through it too who knows and maybe you've heard of triggers before because this is what this episode is going to be about today it's going to be about triggers and maybe you've heard that term before maybe you haven't maybe you know how to recognize triggers maybe you don't maybe you've got tools to manage them like a pro maybe you don't (laughs) but at the end of this episode my intent is to make sure that you at least have a better understanding of what a trigger is and have an idea of how to handle them when they do present. Because let me tell you, the triggers will present (laughs) for forever. It's like part of being human. We've got so much going on. We're complex beings with emotions like triggers. It's just part of being human. So first and foremost, before we really dive into it, I want to just take a moment to address the fact that triggers are not a bad thing. You may have heard that it's not a good thing or have gotten the vibe that triggers aren't good, um, that it's something that like you want to avoid. It's, it's not something you want to experience. Like You'll be like, nope, can't let that trigger me. All love and light. Peace here, brother. And I'm just telling you, like you don't need to do that, first and foremost, because triggers aren't a bad thing. And even if you do get triggered by something like... Who fucking cares? Okay, you got triggered. (laughs) Getting triggered isn't the issue here. Getting triggered isn't why people feel like icky towards triggers. It's how people respond to getting triggered that has given it such a negative connotation. When you think about it, it's not the fact that people get upset. It's the way that people respond to getting upset that makes triggers seem like it's not something you want or that you should be letting happen. Okay, so just wanted to get that out there. Triggers are not a bad thing. They're just neutral, okay? They're just a thing that happens. They're neither good nor bad. They're just happening. So let's not think, let's just like wipe any preconceived notions that triggers are a bad thing before we dive into it, okay? Okay, so let's dive into it. So for me, how I like to define triggers is something either an action from someone else or a stimulus in your environment or a thought that you have that elicits an emotional response that is uncomfortable. So notice I didn't say it creates a negative emotion because there are no negative emotions technically. Emotions are just emotions and we have our responses to them. Okay, so a trigger is basically you going from like a calm, chill state to an emotional state that makes you uncomfortable and it's within your body and it's it's due to some sort of stimuli, either internal or external. 
And what I mean by this is, is some sort of response in your body. Um, so, you know, like stomach sinking, the racing heart, maybe your knee starts bouncing. You've got a tight chest. Maybe your jaw starts clenching and you don't even notice. Uh, maybe it's just an emotion. So you feel anger, you feel jealous, you feel sad, you feel grief, you feel anxiety, doubt, guilt, whatever it is. It's just, it's been brought up all of a sudden. So like a really fast, urgent response to something is essentially a trigger. And I also, I like to think of triggers as mirrors because what isn't a part of us doesn't disturb us. So if you're getting some sort of a response to something, it's because that something is bringing up something <laughs> within yourself that is ready to be addressed, that's ready to be integrated, that's ready to be healed. And this is why I say as well that triggers are two things. One, just note that if you trigger someone, it's not about you and vice versa. If someone triggers you, it's it's not about them because it's a mirror. If someone's getting triggered by you, it is reflecting something about themselves that they are uncomfortable with within themselves. If someone is triggering you, there's something about them that is eliciting your response within you, right? And this is what I mean when I say a mirror. It's a literal reflection of whoever is sending out that energy and, and getting it back. And, you know, we're, we're simply allowing a reflection of our own inner world to elicit a response. So we're allowing something that we're not seeing within to be seen externally via a trigger. Maybe it's through someone else. Maybe it's through ourselves. But I think it's a it's important and really cool to think about triggers this way as like a mirror because it's presenting something. It's presenting back to someone something within them that they're not seeing in their subconscious. So it's it's cool. It's, it's a way to see your subconscious in the external world around you, right? And, and over the past couple years, I've noticed that there's actually like a couple different types of triggers that happen to us. And of course, you know, I've noticed this through my own work and, and through my coaching sessions with people. And one of the most common ones, which is where I think most people actually like lash out in anger, is actually because they're seeing something within themselves. Or sorry, let me rephrase this. The most common one is when you see something within someone else that you're too afraid to allow yourself to express. So think of like a scared dog in a shelter. Those are usually the ones that are labeled aggressive, right? The ones that kind of snap at you, but just because they're afraid. That's this kind of trigger that I'm talking about is like the, the triggers of like the anger or the lashing out at someone because you're afraid. Whether you know you're afraid or not, deep down, you're afraid. <laughs> so for this type of trigger, when we see someone expressing a part of themselves that we believe isn't safe to express, we might get triggered like angry, uncomfortable, sad, whatever. Like, example, say that loud people in restaurants bother you a lot. Like a, a loud group of people just laughing really loud, talking really loud, not really giving a shit about anyone else in the restaurant. Like that's the vibe that you're feeling, right? And let's just say that this really irks you. 
and maybe even ruins your dinner and you're like, I'm never coming back to this place again. This could be that you have a deep fear of your own self-expression of being too loud. Maybe someone in your past had told you to quiet down when you tried to express yourself. Maybe someone told you that you were being too flamboyant in the past. Maybe someone told you that you weren't good enough to do or express yourself a certain way, so you started to quiet yourself. Whatever the case may be, it could be that there is a story or a belief that you're telling yourself that isn't safe to be expressed loudly. Some sort of belief that it isn't safe to be heard. A belief that it isn't safe to have eyes on you, right? Like there's so many different kind of beliefs that we could be telling ourselves that maybe is why we're getting mad that someone is loud. So sometimes we get mad at others because we're actually angry at ourselves for not allowing ourselves to be as comfortable expressing ourselves in that way. So I'm I'm like not (laughs) saying go ahead and like scream in public or anything. But like, if you're getting triggered, just take a look like, hmm, do I quiet my voice for others? Am I dimming myself because I'm afraid of expressing it? Am I actually comfortable making my voice heard or not? Like the answers might surprise you when you start asking ideas around a topic of what you're experiencing that's triggering you. Like, okay, someone's being loud. Like, what about being loud bothers me? Well, it's about them being like disrespectful. Well, why is that disrespectful? Well, because if you're not letting other people shine, then you're just being selfish. And you know what I mean? Like you you, kind of dig in and dig in and you keep going until you get to a point that like, it's someone told you something or it's a fear that you have or it's an experience that you had that has written this truth or this belief for you. And I think this is one of the coolest triggers. This is actually, I would say, one of the easier triggers to work with and to recognize um, because it typically like warrants probably the loudest response out of your body, right? Because this is one where it's not safe right? You don't feel safe to express yourself in a certain way that someone else is doing. So you're kind of lashing out to keep yourself safe. So these ones, I think, are probably the easier ones to start working with triggers if you haven't before to see like, okay, who's really like pissing me off? Uh, What pisses me off in public? Or what is it that people do that I don't like? And then what about it? Like, was I told that, that I couldn't do that in the past? So like, if I can't do that, you can't do that. And because you're doing that, it makes me mad because I, I wanted to be able to do that at one point, but now I can't because someone told me at one point in my life, I can't like, I'm, I'm generalizing this a little bit, but like, This is kind of the vibe we're going for, right? And another type of trigger that I've noticed too um, is instead of it being something or someone... Yeah, Ranger's getting triggered by something outside. Instead of it being something or someone um, doing something that like you secretly wish that you could express, we're going to say it's the opposite now. Okay, so... It's something someone else does that you also do that maybe you're unaware of that you do and maybe in a different capacity, but you still do it unless someone points it out to you, like holding a mirror through a trigger, you might not realize you're doing it. This one's a little bit trickier. So I'll give you an example. Say that you get upset when someone cuts you in the line at the store. There could be like a myriad of reasons why 
that this is not okay. And it could be triggering you because, let's say, the lack of patience someone has to wait in line, right? Well, maybe that lack of patience you have with yourself, right? Maybe you're always getting upset at yourself for not doing or having something quick enough. Or maybe it's a lack of patience with others that you also have too. Maybe with your kids and not cleaning up fast enough or your coworkers for not getting their work done on the deadline. Or maybe it's a trigger, you know, cutting, cutting in line triggers you because you view it as a lack of respect. Maybe you're seeing it kind of as like that me first at all cost mentality. So maybe you've been like too focused on work lately and trying to get ahead that you're letting important things fall to the side in your life. Like maybe you're not taking vacations. Maybe your relationships are kind of suffering. Maybe you're pushing yourself too hard to get ahead of others in life when it's really not necessary. So it can go a very various different ways, which is why you kind of have to ask the questions yourself of like, okay, what is, what is this bringing up for me? What do I feel about this? What do I think about it? And then kind of start playing with it like, oh, okay, maybe I am pushing myself too hard and like, I, th- I just think I have to be number one all the time. Or maybe I am not very patient with myself and that's why this is bothering me. Like it can, it can be so many different things and that's why it's really important for the triggers for you to just ask questions about them. And with triggers too, it's not always like, oh, well, I got triggered by this action, so it must be the same thing on my side. Like that's not the case. Sometimes the reason for the trigger is like, <laughs> you're taking a couple turns to get to the reason, <laughs> right? It's not just straightforward like, oh, this person's loud in public and I don't allow myself to be loud in public and that's why I'm triggered. Like sometimes it's, it's more of a metaphor instead of like a one-on-one exact thing, which makes triggers sometimes a little bit harder to identify, which I think it's it's really good to communicate with people when you are getting triggered, when you are upset about something, even if you don't understand exactly why, because maybe someone can give you a little bit of insight if you ask for it. They might be able to see something in a perspective that you're not able to see. And then you can be like, oh, maybe that is why I got upset about that. You know, so I think being open and vulnerable about the things that bother you um, are actually more helpful than just trying to figure it out yourself, especially when you're feeling like I can't put two and two together. Like, just talk it out with someone. They might be like, oh, well, I got triggered by something like that similar too," And then you'd be like, oh, I didn't even think of it that way. And then now all of a sudden you have light bulbs going off. Right. And this leads me to the last trigger type that I've noticed, which I think this one is the one that will bring you on the topsiest, turviest, curvious, I don't know, topsy-turvy path to find the root of why you're getting triggered. So this is probably the one that you'll need to like ask or just talk to someone about. Um, and this is when someone is doing something that you would never do, that you don't do, that you don't want to do, and yet it bothers you. So it's not like the last two where it's a desire you're ignoring or something that you do to yourself as well. This one is different. So let's say, for an example, because examples help everything, let's say that you have a friend and the only time this friend talks to you is when they're complaining about something and they're always asking for advice, but they never take it. 
they immediately come up with like some excuse or maybe they even tell you like, oh, that's not good advice or like I, I would never do that. And it's like, OK, why are you asking me for advice then? Right. Like you're kind of just getting upset. Like, I don't want to hear you talking about the same things when I've given you advice and you don't take it, like do something about it. Right. And maybe this triggers you. Maybe it doesn't trigger you. Um, we're just in this case saying it triggers you. And, um, you know, you're like, well, I don't go to people like complaining or, you know, asking for advice and then not taking it. It's not something that I do. So I don't understand why this is triggering me because A, that's not something I want to do. I don't want to like ask for advice and not take it. And B, I'm not doing that. So like, why is this triggering me then? Because it's not something I do and it's not something I want either. And this, my friend, is because of our good old friend called boundaries. This type of trigger is due to a lack of setting boundaries. Yeah, triggers can show you where you're not protecting yourself as well, where you're not setting yourself up for success. So in this case, this example, you're being shown a behavior that doesn't make you feel good, seen, valued, respected in a relationship, right? You're you're giving advice when someone asks and then being turned down immediately by it. And you keep getting triggered by it because it keeps happening. Why? Because you're not setting up clear expectations or boundaries on the behavior. And it's not to say you need to end the friendship. It's not to say you need to end a relationship, not at all. What this is saying is that there's an opportunity for you to express how you feel and what you need to feel better in a relationship going forward. So it could be as simple as just stating like, hey, if you ask for help and I provide input, just don't shut it down immediately, whether you like like it or not at first, because it makes me feel unvalued and like just confused why you would ask for my input to begin with. Or you could be like, I don't mind being an ear for you to vent, but I'm not going to allow you to continue venting on the same topic four times in a week. Or if you've already complained on this topic once and you haven't done anything since then, we're going to change the topic and talk about something else because I've already given you my input and there's nothing to change. You know, it's, it's simple boundaries like that of just like how you're going to structure a conversation with me. I don't want to talk about the same thing we've talked about before and going in circles. How is that beneficial for me? How does that make me feel in a relationship? And the thing with boundaries too, this isn't an episode about boundaries, but I just want to say it. The thing about boundaries too is you have to make it very clear that this is about you, right? This isn't about them. This isn't about something they're doing. This is about you and something you need and something that feels good for you. And when we, we set the boundaries with the expectation that this is for me and we expect those that we love and respect to love and respect us in return, that's what makes boundaries easier to set when you make it about yourself. You don't go out and attack someone and say, you can't do this to me. You can't behave this way to me. You can't say these things to me. You don't want to do you, you, you. You want to do, I need, this is for me, I feel. You know, bring it back to you. That's You're setting your boundary. You're not telling someone that this is a boundary I'm putting around you. No, you're putting a boundary around yourself. You're allowing certain things in and you're allowing certain things to stay out. This is your yard <laughs> that you're fencing in around you and you want certain things in your yard. There's nothing wrong with that. So this is like an interesting topic, right? Triggers. It's interesting how triggers can be simple sometimes but then can also be like super complex other times. 
And all the time, it's going to give you an insight on what's going on within. And to be honest, triggers sometimes take a while to understand why they're happening in the first place or even how to move forward. You might get triggered by the same thing for months before you even realize you're getting triggered by it. Um, so like in the last episode, the trigger that Kristen gave me, it literally took me months to understand why and then to be able to shift my perspective. Granted, I wasn't like actively working on it for months, but I did get triggered by it and it took me a while to understand why. It's just being aware, being aware that there is a trigger in the first place. That's the most important step. Low key, I think it's the hardest step because just being aware, shining light on something, I think is the hardest step, honestly. Because if you're aware of something, you can then choose how to respond to it. Even if you don't know how to release the trigger altogether to not experience it again in the future, if you're aware of it, you can at least choose to respond differently while you're working on figuring out the root of it, while you're working on figuring out how to release it, how you're... Oh my God, I'm like stumbling on my words. It's giving you like time, right? <laughs> you, can, you can respond differently in a way that's healthier for yourself and those around you while you're figuring out your shit. So be, becoming aware of your triggers, I think, is invaluable and super important. So I want to give you, since I was talking about work at the beginning, I want to give you an example of what I went through recently at work um, that took me a while to realize, A, I was being triggered, and B, that it had nothing to do with anyone else but myself. So at work, I have to train a bunch of new people. So I'm onboarding six new people on top of doing the job. So I have all of these tickets coming in and I'm training people at the same time. It's a lot and I was starting to get triggered. I was getting upset and frustrated that the information that I was teaching, that I was repeating multiple times, that I had given in various sorts of media, of videos, of one-on-ones, of documentation. Like I could not think of a different way to teach something and I started to get really like frustrated that, you know, 60 days in, they're not getting the information at a rate that I was deeming acceptable. Well, granted, they're not meeting the metrics that we had set. Anyways, that's besides the point. Anyways, I was getting triggered that, you know, it just wasn't happening quick enough for me. And this was going on for like days, weeks, where like every day I was just getting so like annoyed and so frustrated and like, oh my God, like, what am I doing wrong that they're not like grasping it? Like what is going on? Like why why aren't they grasping it? Like it didn't take this long last time. So I had I had trained five other people previously prior to this and I felt like the training was a lot quicker then. So like I'm kind of comparing it in my mind of like what's going on this time that like they're just not getting it. And it wasn't until I think I had a Reiki session with someone where I was talking about this, that I realized that I was actually, I was not like mad and frustrated at them for not getting it quick enough. The job's hard. I know this. I was mad and frustrated at myself because I'm in a very similar position as them learning something new. So with this business, with social media and marketing, this is all brand new for me and it's hard and I realized that I was actually upset at myself for not learning quick enough, for not grasping the information about social media and marketing quick enough, for not, you know, getting it 
as fast as I wanted to get it. And when I realized that, that like, oh my God, like, <laughs> it's not about you. It's not about them at all. Like, they're fine. They're going at a pace that works for them. It's fine. And I'm going at a pace that's fine for me in, in this, in this world, in a world I've never been in before where I'm self-teaching myself and, you know, I, and it gave me perspective to give myself patience. The patience that I, I didn't have with others was because I didn't have patience with myself in a learning capacity like that. I felt like I just need to master it right away. And if I'm not, that means I'm not good at it. And that's not the case at all. It's just like, damn girl, chill. Like you're learning something new and it takes time, right? It takes time and it takes practice. And you've got a full-time job that you're doing other things at. And you've got a relationship that you, you know, you, you love your partner. We love Jordan and we want to give him time and attention and spend quality time with him. So it's like, I'm not doing social media and marketing full time. Like I got to give myself grace. I've got to give myself patience. And when I started to realize this, then I started to get less annoyed at work, right? It's not about them. It was about me. And I started to give myself more grace. I started to give myself more patience because now I could see it. Now I could recognize it. Like I didn't see it at first. I didn't realize that I was being so tough on myself. I didn't realize I was like setting these expectations with myself to have or obtain a certain amount of knowledge by a certain point. Like I didn't realize I was doing that to myself. So when I started to give myself grace, then I was able to give other people grace after, you know, see that they're in a similar place that I I'm in just in a different topic. So that was one of those where it's like, I think that's the first example. No, it's not the first example. I don't know what example that was maybe two, example two, but it was a trigger that I was feeling towards someone else that was because I was actually doing it to myself. Yeah. Example number two. So that's a good example of that. I think all of our relationships in our lives, so romantic, platonic, friends, whatever, work, our relationship with work and our coworkers and whatever else, I think they're just giant ass mirrors for us. Honestly, every time we get triggered in any of these relationships, we're given a gift of a vision of what's going on internally with us. It's literally in our internal world reflected outwards so that we cannot ignore it, right? Like we're getting annoyed by it. We're getting like, like how can we get any more clear that there's something for us to work on, right? Like we're literally getting annoyed by it. It's changing our mood. It's changing the way our day has been going. Like it's as much of a like red flag in your face as you can get. So if you weren't familiar with triggers before, I really hope that this episode helped you. And even if you were familiar with triggers before, maybe there was a couple oohs or ahs or yeah that you got in this episode. And just remember that triggers aren't always like cut and dry. So if you get triggered and you're not sure why, that's totally fine. Sometimes it might take you a couple weeks to realize why. It might take you a couple a couple. <laughs> it might take you a couple times of getting triggered to even realize you're getting triggered. Like just be patient with yourself too. And just allow yourself time to reflect when you're in the right space to do so first and foremost. So like usually when you're like pissed about your trigger is not a great time to think about your trigger, but you can reflect on it later when you're not so like energetically charged about it. Um, 
Yeah, and, and, and as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, leave me a review below, please. I would love to know your thoughts. I would love to know any topics that you want to hear. Oh my God, I'm like stumbling on my words. I would love to know topics that you want to know more about. Ask me some questions. You've got questions. I've got answers. I'd love to know what you've got knocking around in that noggin of yours. And don't forget also to follow me on Instagram at Breakthrough and Bloom to get tips and tricks and sneak peeks behind the scenes of what your girl is up to working this job that sometimes triggers her <laughs> balancing her life, work-life balance, and also like running a business and a podcast. She's doing a lot of things. She's juggling a lot of things and we're having a lot of fun while we're doing it. We're dancing. We dance a lot. We sing a lot. I'm basically Linda Belcher, just in like human form. <laughs> and if no one has told you this today, I am so proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'll catch you in the next one. 